Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends, spending time with our wonderful Lord. Here we are in the book of Romans, therefore, man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every single day? There's a prayer I have here. Lord, do I truly understand the depth of depravity and the extreme wickedness of my own heart? You know, Paul starts out his personal letter to a group of young Roman believers with a very dark picture of a man's heart. Man has completely ruined his life in sin. Man is innately wicked with a bent towards evil. Now, Paul's God-inspired teaching to those living in Rome refutes the false philosophies of many humanistic psychologists as well as well-meaning religious leaders. Man is not innately good but definitely evil and in dire need of a Savior who can save him from the natural and eternal consequences of such evil. Four times in Romans 1, uh, we get a general inclination of what man is really made of. This is not and never will be, aside from God's deliverance, a pretty picture. Like in chapter 1, verse 18, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Verse 21, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, but they weren't thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator, who was blessed forever. And then verse 32, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. You know, Paul begins his portrait of a wicked heart in verse 18. Uh, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. The wrath of God has been and will continue to be revealed from heaven against all the ungodliness and unrighteousness of anyone who wickedly suppresses or tries to ignore the truth. Did it ever occur to you that God gets angry? Why? What is so important to God that would actually cause him to unleash his wrath? Answer, ungodliness and unrighteousness. You see, when men give their sin, unrighteousness or wickedness, free reign, they're choosing to push God and the truth about God totally out of their hearts, out of their minds, and out of their lives. And you know, they know better, and so do we. Ignoring what God has said is like, it's kind of like holding an inflated balloon underwater. The truth cannot be hidden for very long before it pops back up and reveals how wicked we really are. The reason that God hates sin so much is that he loves us so much. Sin is the great separator. Those who reject God's loving forgiveness will be separated from him for eternity. You still remember that day when you trusted Christ's death on the cross for the payment of your sin? I hope so. Well, Paul continues to erase every opportunity to excuse such wickedness in verses 20 and 21, so that they are without excuse, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God and weren't thankful, but became vain or empty in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Okay, they're without excuse. These guys knew better, but chose to ignore and look down on God. They're without excuse. The, the opposite of glorifying God is actually blaspheming God. Their incredible love for sin created an overwhelming hatred for God. They are without excuse. Matthew kind of described the same kind of empty, dark thinkers of Romans one twenty one when he wrote, No man can serve two masters. Either he'll hate the one and love the other, 
or hold to or be loyal to the one and look down on the other. We will either love God and hate sin or love sin and hate God. No middle ground. Men bent on wickedness will be loyal to their sin and despise God by treating God like he's worthless or irrelevant, unnecessary. That's that's really a scary place to be. And these guys started to think up foolish ideas of, of what God was like to justify their own sin. A loving, forgiving, holy God was not good enough for them because such a God would hold them responsible for their sin. So they had to make up their own pretend God. It's pretty foolish, kind of even stupid to make God in our own image. If you really were bent on stealing or cheating and lying, what kind of pretend God would you make up in your mind? These guys changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator. Idolatry is an ancient form of self-worship. Yeah, men made up pretend gods that would allow them to do whatever they wanted to do. They were self-serving gods. They twisted God's word to say what they wanted to say, which gave them permission to worship and serve themselves. Sound familiar? Uh, You don't have to look very far into our media, entertainment, or sports world of superstars to find those who seem to be worshiping themselves instead of God. And whatever point our wicked, depraved hearts ignore or even mock an all-knowing, ever-present God, we're in trouble. Who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but kind of have pleasure in them that do them. Can you imagine defending yourself before a judge who was there when you committed the crime and not only knows what you did, but why you did it? We can choose our sin, but not the consequences. According to Romans 6.23, most of us know what the ultimate consequence or the wage or payment of sin is. As a sinner, I deserve to die. And so do you. Some not only choose to sin themselves, but find pleasure in others who sin, giving hearty approval by paying to be entertained by it. The excuse, hey, I'm not doing it. Well, they're still watching the sinful acts on screen or online, and I promise that won't cut it before God. Finding pleasure in others who live in sin has become the basis for much of our entertainment plots in popular movies and current TV today. What do you do to protect yourself from such entertainment? Okay. Those who ignore God's word and push it out of their lives will soon ignore God and push him out of their lives. They will worship themselves as their own gods and receive what they ask for, a life without God, without God forever and forever. That is so sad. Hey, our time's up, but remember today is a day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope you have a good day.